0: I'm sure you're all watching the big game last Saturday night. I certainly was. Pitch
1: has gone in towards Ian Henderson. Sexton has it now, and towards Gary Ringrose. Ringrose now goes forward with that one.
2: Breaks for the
3: cover inside the twenty-two.
0: trust Michael Corker to pick up on that kind of detail. Yes, he did say he was expecting 60,000 nobody travelled like the Irish and indeed he was right. What a game but I can't help feeling sorry for our fellow Celts the Scots and to think that we won't get to hear Flower of Scotland sung again in this tournament at any rate. Scotland, I love the Scots. Anyway, joining me in studio, Niall Hatch at her home in Terenure, Ayn and Ilana, and at his home in Malahide, Dr. Richard Collins. Now, why are we talking about the rugby? Well, it has to do with all of the fans returning yesterday and today and what they might be bringing back with them in the form of bed Bugs. Joining us also in the studio, an old friend and researcher on the Mooney programme, Katrina
4: McFadden! Katrina! Hi Derek, hi Nye, hi Aina, hi Richard.
0: So it's all in the news about bedbugs and people in France and the places overrun with bedbugs and be careful coming home and all that kind of stuff. Now you told us a story years ago when you worked with us on the Mooney show. Would you like to retell the story? (laughs) Your encounter with bedbugs
4: please. Yeah, well bedbugs are not unique to Paris as many people who've travelled the world will know. Um, And you've invited me in today to make the nation itch I know. So I am going to talk from the perspective of a bitey. <laughs> so, <laughs> a bitey okay. so, so a few years ago, I went off on a round-the-world trip uh, for a few months, nearly a year. And the first place I would have encountered bedbugs was going down the east coast of Australia. And so I was on a budget, so I was staying in kind of youth hostels and whatever. And you learn fairly quickly not to book ahead because the place you might book into and maybe pay in advance for might have bedbugs. So you would land in a town and you would go up and down, check an accommodation to see if they had bedbugs before you committed to a room.
0: Did you ask them, could you see the room? Could you check well, them out? Well,
4: yes, I'll tell you. So a few telltale signs. Often if you arrived at a place and you saw that people's rucksacks and belongings and everything were all out on the front lawn in the sunlight, that was a telltale sign. People were trying to get the bedbugs out of their backpacks, out of their belongings and so they'd put their in the sunlight, in the Australian sunlight. And that was a sign to keep walking and try a different (laughs) hostel. But you could also go in and another thing you could do was you could check the mattress because you were looking for... It looks like black mould, but it's actually bedbug faeces. And so it was a telltale sign that there might be bed bugs in that room. So you could go in and you could just ask blatantly, could you have a little look at the mattress to see if there was a thing that looked like black mould? Or you might look around the skirting boards as well for evidence of, well, of bedbugs. they knew whether they had bedbugs or not. Of course, but they're never going to tell you, really? are they? <laughs> well, they have to make money, I suppose. Okay. But anyway, I didn't actually get bitten by bedbugs in Australia. I didn't. But then I went to Thailand and again, staying in some very... You know, low cost accommodation along the way but on the very final night, before I was about to fly home, I thought, you know, I'll splurge I'll stay in a nice place on the last night before I go to the airport, so I booked into this lovely Bangkok old fashioned guest house, all wood wood panelling, wooden ceilings, wooden floors, wooden beds, everything was wood, wasn't thinking that bed bugs love wood <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, I it's thought they only liked
0: soft furnishings as well, well before you see, anyway. this is it,
4: no, they love skirting boards, they love places they can hide out they oh, love no. creases and mattresses oh. I love nooks and crannies, places they can hide. But I was told skirting boards is a big one. So anyway, in this lovely place with my now husband, then boyfriend. And uh, the next morning, got up, went to the airport, got on the long haul flight back to London to connect to Dublin. And all of a sudden, I start to itch. And then he starts to itch. Oh dear. And then... I start to itch, and, and we're looking you know at each other, other very well. and we're <laughs> <laughs> now, we weren't God engaged God. at this stage. This was a make or break moment in our relationship. was, There was nothing attractive about what was happening and we're confined into seats, obviously. We're sitting beside a stranger. There's three of us in the row. So this is myself, my boyfriend and somebody else and we start tearing at each other. Well, at, at ourselves, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded better than because- <laughs> Because the itch is awful. But you see, with a bed bug bite, often the itch doesn't come up for several hours. So I'm going to ask Aina about this in a moment. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering, do they inject a little bit of anaesthetic? Is there, is there something that happens that the, the itch is delayed? But anyway, we sat on this flight back from Bangkok and we scratched and we scratched and we scratched and we watched the bites come up. And you can see they're in little lines. So they, they, they call it breakfast, lunch and dinner. So the bed bug will come and they'll bite you and then they'll scurry down your skin another few millimetres and they'll bite you again and they'll bite you again. So there's there's often little lines or clusters. Of course, the minute we got back into the airport, we were Googling, what do you do in in a scenario like this? So when we got back to Dublin, we got back to the apartment that we were staying in and we stripped off, (laughs) we stripped off at the front door down to our pants Left our rucksacks, everything else at the door, and we came in literally in nothing but our underwear. And then we went back out with black bags to retrieve all our belongings. And everything went into a boil wash in the washing machine.
0: You didn't throw it away. You we didn't, didn't throw it. it
4: away. We didn't have to burn it oh because goodness, I would have got rid of
0: it <laughs> <No question. I'm laughs> because itchy now.
4: because the high temperatures will kill the bed bugs. Mm-hmm. And we were lucky that was that you know that was. A, they were gone I don't know if we even brought them back in our rucksacks we might not have but a top tip for people is keep your suitcases and your backpacks and your bags zipped keep everything zipped when you're in your hotel room when you're in your accommodation abroad easy tip just so you're not bringing back yeah but all these people
0: have returned now the last couple of days who don't have tickets for the Mm -hmm, mm quarterfinals so what should they do your tips are get stripped outside your house if the, the guards are being called to streakers on every housing estate in Ireland.
4: My tip is to get naked. Yeah, just, you know. To, <laughs> I mean, we went down to our pants. If you can go the whole hog, go the whole hog. But yeah, that I think, believe I believe that I is... That, home. <laughs> I, believe,
0: I believe that is the advice. So we know what you did with your clothes and your bag and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. What did you do with yourself?
4: Uh, I didn't do anything with myself because there's no, there was nothing on me apart from my pants. So I walked in the door and I was absolutely fine like nothing to worry about after that. I think I took an antihistamine. I probably put on some antihistamine cream on the bites. They went down. It's like a mosquito you you bite. Didn't have a shower? I may have had a shower, but I can't remember. But what I did do was creams antihistamines it's like anybody who's had any kind of an insect bite it's the same kind of bite it's itchy there's a bump there's a little hive thing it goes away after a couple of days so but was very you itchy. got
0: it in the fancy place you stayed in when you splashed out Yeah, but at you least you think you did you could have got it
4: anywhere I could have I God no, help the poor person on the plane sitting beside you well that's in fairness that was my worry I would shield my husband my now husband JP while he would have a good itch and then he would try and shield me from this person <laughs> while, and we were taking it in turns but that it, it, there was no other way. You couldn't not. They're the itchiest. And I have. I was actually thinking about it on the way in here. I'm very unlucky in the bedroom, Derek. <laughs> uh, because, <laughs> because so am I. I mean, you think that your bed is your <laughs> no, sanctuary. Your house is your sanctuary. You go in there and you pull up. You you sink into the pillow. You pull up the duvet for a good night's sleep, right? Mm. But I, a couple of years ago. In Dublin, not abroad, um, I remember waking up in the middle of the night, I could feel something on my face and slapping myself on my face and getting up and seeing. Now, I believe, of course, I don't have proof, but I believe I was bitten by a false widow on the side oh of my, my face because it's, it's, there was a swelling there, took a few hours to go down, again, took another antihistamine. But I've also been bitten by sand flies in New Zealand when I was camping. Uh, mosquitoes in practically every country I've been to they love me I, and that's another question I want to ask Ena why do mosquitoes bite some people and not other people and do bed bugs prefer some people to other people because mm. apparently they're attracted by your the carbon dioxide you're breathing out and we once camped on a we set up a tent on an hill at a music festival in Spain so we got eaten by <laughs> ants as well so I was just thinking back to all the times I have been bitten in the night by various insects. Right, Ana,
0: Katrina has questions for you about the bed bugs bite. Do they inject something into you when they bite you?
2: Well, yes. Um, what we're talking about is the, the bed bug CMAX, which is a specific species of bed bug that only needs human blood in order to survive. So it's one of our personal parasites. And when it bites you, it actually puts in painkiller, Derek, okay. and it puts in an anticoagulant so it can get the feed of blood that your blood doesn't, because it's only a tiny hole, relatively speaking, and the blood might coagulate. So, what it's doing is it's putting in the painkiller, putting in the anticoagulant, having a good suck, getting the blood, going on to the next bit. So, the painkiller stops you noticing it in the beginning. And, of course, then, as well as that, then it, I mean, the, the, when she got bitten by the spider on the face, she woke up with the pain of it because there's no anticoagulant, the spiders are not supposed to be biting people in the face. But so they don't, they haven't evolved that way. But the, this particular bed bug has evolved like this, as indeed mosquitoes do it as well. Things that depend on blood have to make sure. That their victim gives them the blood before slapping them off. The only one that doesn't actually do that is a thing called the horsefly which sticks its awfully sore thing into you and it can't pull it out and it fills up with blood and if you were bloody minded enough you, it would burst on your arm but the pain is so terrible you flick it away, cows flick it away with their tail but everything else wants to do it secretly so you won't know you're getting the thing and that's why it takes a while for that to wear off and then for the pain and the itch and all the rest of it to set in so that's, that's pretty standard for those kinds of sneaky things Well I I have another
4: question Aina and you're not going to like this one right I was wondering what is the use what is the purpose why do we need all these bed bugs in the world why do we need all these mosquitoes if we were to somehow globally eradicate them would it not be a good thing Aina?
2: Well, yes, it probably would. I mean, these are parasites that have evolved with the host species. In the case of mosquitoes, maybe not so much because they haven't just evolved with humans and they are a a source of of food in the wild for lots of birds and insects that feed on mosquitoes. But nonetheless, they have been draining swamps. They have been changing places where they exist. But the bed bugs are all ours, the same as the fleas are all ours. They're a parasite that have evolved with us because we were probably hairier once we probably had more of them or, you know, we had fleas, we had ticks, we had lice. They're all all human parasites, the same as any other mammal has. If you have a source of food then something is going to avail of it. I mean all the other animals and birds have parasites associated with them. I'm sure they'd be glad to get rid of them too. So I think mosquitoes is probably the only one you can make an ecological case for and even that will be tenuous because mosquitoes carry disease. The one good thing about bed bugs, if it is a good thing, they don't actually carry any disease. So you're not going to get any kind of a disease from them. The only thing that you might get if you scratch yourself enough with dirty fingernails or what have you you might get an infection there but that wasn't given to you initially by the bed bug they actually don't carry disease if that's any consolation to anybody I think
1: people often ask don't they Anna, about like why do bed bugs exist what's their purpose their purpose is to make more bed bugs that's all they really evolutionary care about and we're the host that allows them to do that when you're talking about things like mosquitoes, like, whenever I get bitten by a mosquito, and like you, Katrina, I, they seem to like me a lot. I, I always get the bites. I do console myself that at least that little bit of blood they've taken hopefully will be ongoing nutrition for a bird or something that's going to eat that mosquito. <laughs> do you really think think that deep? <laughs> I have, have to. I have, like glass half you, full kind of person, Derek. Yeah. Well, it has <laughs> Nile, to be some purpose.
4: To you're this. a good guy, Nile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: um, the one that gets me. Well, there's two that I really hate: uh, bedbugs. I've never had an encounter with bedbugs. Thankfully, they sound horrible, Katrina. Me neither. I, thankfully, yeah. um, ticks and leeches. I just I'm despise terrified of those Oh, yeah. oh, at least, at least with the, the, the leeches, they don't cause disease, even though they're really no, unpleasant. Lyme so disease
0: is on the rise, I well, believe. With ticks, a yeah, lot of talk it is.
1: About it. I would urge people to please check themselves after they've been walking, particularly in any kind of woodland or, or grassland, because here in Ireland now these deer ticks are quite prevalent in some areas, and they can pass this disease on. Uh, and they have to be, the, the tick has to be attached to you for quite a while, I believe, before it'll actually transmit this disease into you. So it's important to check them. But um, like like with the bed bugs, they have an anaesthetic, and you just do not feel them. And it's so strange with the leeches. I remember one's actually touching a leech. Someone showed me one of these in, in Malaysia and said, look, it's not going to get you. It's mouth parts to the other side. Just touch it. I touched it. I could actually feel the tingle in my fingers that they went numb. They have this anaesthetic in the, the slime that's on them. That means you don't even feel them crawling up your leg. Um, and I remember having one in a guest house I, I was in. It was actually, it, it came off my shoe and I saw it on the tile floor of the bathroom. And this creature was like, it was going like a slinky on the floor, one end over the other, like a sucker on each end, just looping over. They've no eyes. They've no ears. It was detecting my body temperature, like a periscope. Turning around like Terminator, <laughs> going back out absolutely nightmarish nightmare stuff, yeah, so and they 've evolved over over millions of years to, to the whole thing is to get blood feed off us and and then move on
3: and reproduce it 's awful richard yes I, I, I gather a different bedbug down in tropical countries, so I wonder if Katrina need worry that the bedbug she would be bringing back from Australia or whatever. Would survive here at all, probably wouldn't. What's interesting about bed bugs, a number of things are interesting about bed bugs, is how effective they are. Apparently, it's almost impossible to eradicate them with chemicals. They have become immune to all the things we use against them, rather like antibiotics. Bugs have developed resistance to the antibiotics with which we attack them, and I believe bed bugs are the same in the way. I'm told this. I have been bitten by bed bugs. Barbara, my wife, Wife is bitten much more effectively than I am in those uh, tropical places where we were. If indeed, what bit us were bed bugs. Remember, there's so many things out there that could cause swellings two days later or whatever that you can't really be sure what's doing what. Now, pheromones are the key thing there. Barbara has pheromones that I don't uh, exude, apparently, and it is the pheromones, apparently, that trigger these things. Uh, and possibly that's an explanation why both of you are very well matched uh, Katrina and your husband you're both bad <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, Nile has the strong pheromones too obviously uh, Richard I have a question for Aina because people who were going to the Scotland match there were newspaper reports saying they were bringing their own bed sheets in the suitcases but I thought that was kind of nonsense because it's not the bed sheets problem because the bedbugs are all hiding as far as I know they hide and they come out at 3 four five a.m. and do all their eating and feeding and run back in again so I thought that I of bringing your own clean bedsheets was kind of futile, Aina.
2: I, I would agree with you, Katrina, because um, unless you're entirely inside in the bed sheet over your head and everything else, I mean, your head is sticking out, your hands are sticking out and it's on those exposed bits that they will bite you anyway. I mean, they don't necessarily come up and bite you under the sheet. They can do indeed, but they're not coming from the sheet in the first place. They're coming from under the mattress, behind the headboards. That's where they're coming from. So the sheet is no good. It just protects you from the previous mattress. It might have been a clean sheet or whatever, but it's, it's no protection, no protection. protection. Protection against the bed bugs. So, the protection
4: would be then, Aina, following that logic. You need to bring some jammies, long sleeves, jammies, socks, Mm. gloves, Mm. scarf. Mm. You need to seal your body up, do you? You need to
0: sleep outdoors in a tent by the sounds of things (laughs) because people will be going over for the quarterfinals. There's no question about it. And beyond if we get beyond. So, they're going to have to do that. Anyway, Aina, it's for you.
2: It's, it's cover yourself up. But I mean, I think, Katrina, inspecting the premises was a good idea that you did in Australia. But I'd say accommodation is probably be fairly tight. It'll be difficult to get anywhere to stay. So they'll just have to examine themselves and like make sure they're not going home with bites and keep the luggage off the floor. Bring as little luggage as possible. And... It's your reaction to it. I mean, you were saying they bite some people more than others. Apparently, that's not the case. In some instances, they bite everybody the same, but some people are much more reactive to the bite than others. I mean, my darling spouse, Johnny, and we get bitten by things, but he'll swell up. He looks like he did six rounds in a boxing match. His face is all swollen up and I get bites too, I might feel little bumps, but he reacts to them hugely, much more than I do. So it's the reaction of people to the bites as much as who got bitten or who didn't get bitten.
0: Well, anyway, final bit of advice, uh, Katrina, because you've been through this experience. To those who've just come home, to those who are going out, what do you say to them?
4: If you're going out, inspect, inspect, inspect. Have a little look at your mattress, have a little look at your skirting boards, talk to the other people in the hotel, they will know. Is anybody sitting at the hotel bar scratching? Telltale sign. If you're on your way back, I would say uh, get to your front door and just as a precaution, if you can, take off your clothes, walk over Mm. your front door, leave your suitcase there, bag it up and put it in your tumble dryer or your washing machine at a high temperature. Doesn't involve chemicals, Derek, or anything, but hopefully we'll stop bringing the little nasties back to Ireland.
0: I think we'll have to get every guest to come through the door and they're all together to make sure they're not bringing in any bed books. <laughs> now you were going to say something. To yeah?
1: say you could just watch it on TV. That'd <laughs> be another solution. <laughs>
0: That's what I did. Yeah, but I missed the beginning of it. I missed the beginning of it. Anyway, Katrina, thank you very much. It was lovely to see you again. You too, we'll Derek. be scratching when she goes out the door. Bye! <laughs> Bye. There goes Katrina.